Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. There's something to be said for making a high-value podcast, which is why many continue year after year. But making a high-concept show can also be rewarding. Do you have time to make both? Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. If you look at a list of the top podcasts, like the Podcast Consumer Report by Edison Research, which asks people exactly what podcast they are listening to, you'll see a couple of different groupings emerge. There's the news-slash-talk variety, which is a very big bucket, I will agree, comprising of things like politics, comedy, and long-form interviews, even current events. Everything else, from true crime to storytelling to documentaries, we can place in another very big bucket that we'll call high-concept. And while some listeners certainly do have preferences, a lot of the podcast listening audience today consumes podcasts from both very big buckets. But most podcasters, however, only produce podcasts for one of those very big buckets. And most of them, they're producing podcasts that fit in the news talk bucket, not in the high concept bucket. Why is that? You may be tempted to say it's because it's too hard to make a high-concept show. And while I will not argue against the point it is hard to make a high-concept show, I would counter that with a slight change in perspective. News-slash-talk podcasts tend to be easier to make in comparison. And because of that, it's easy to apply the learnings from your current news-slash-talk podcast format and make another news-slash-talk show format. Rinse and repeat, right? It's not that you don't have the skills to do a high-concept podcast. You probably do. It's just that the gravity of keeping doing what you've been doing is quite strong. You probably have a high-value show out of that news-slash-talk podcast. And you know how to make high-value shows. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Well... What if you want to fix it? Making a high-concept podcast can be incredibly rewarding. And applying your skills in a different area to become even more versatile, well, that makes you all the much more valuable. Producing a high-concept show can also expose you to a brand new audience, one that might be interested in the full compendium of your podcasting prowess, if you impress them. But... How do you keep your current podcast train running and devote the time necessary to make a new high-concept show? I have a suggestion, and I'll tell you about it right after this. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. 
Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Here are two tips to guide you on your journey to making a high-concept podcast alongside the high-value new-slash-talk podcast you probably already make. Tip number one, think big but start small. Your concept may be, and probably should be, rather big, but you need to start small. Don't forget, you already have a podcast that's working for you, and you have a lot of learning research, and trying out of new things ahead of you as you try and take on all the new ways you need to learn how to make this high-concept podcast. It's very likely that this is going to be a nights and weekend project for you, which is made all the more complicated if you are already using your nights and weekend to make your high-value podcast. But hey, that's okay. Don't neglect your bread and butter. Podcasting is not going anywhere. You have plenty of time ahead of you to work on this high-concept show. Tip number two, think differently. High-concept podcasting doesn't need to follow the same production, release, or even promotional schedule as your new-slash-talk format podcast. Many high-concept shows take years to produce and encompass less than 10 episodes. Yet they can have huge staying power as new audiences discover them year after year. High-concept podcasting is not for everyone, but if you'd like to give it a shot, there's a lot that you can learn from your current podcasting experience that you can bring to the table as you make this new high-concept show. Just give it time and give yourself room to see what high-concept podcasting means for you and what you can create. I know I'd love to listen. With that, I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. 
The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.